Hey guys, I'm Matilda. And I'm Hadiza. And you're listening to the African Lipso Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, Hadiza, mm-hmm. because we're, we have to go through the motion, you know. Mm-hmm. How did your week go? Um, oh, I just had like a lot of assignments and da, 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 but like, you know, the story of every week. Yeah, basically. It's actually the story of every week. Yeah, basically. Shit. It's, it's, it's getting to a point, like, we might, especially this episode might actually be shorter because we are literally in the smack dead in the middle of like mm-hmm. crazy workloads. But yeah, our weeks have been busy and that's the summary of it. Um, in the past week since we recorded, I think it was the Wednesday that we recorded the whole, um, building collapse in, in Lagos. Hadiza is an ArcEng, architectural engineer. So I've been hearing you dishing out, um, advice, <laughs> advice, <laughs> lots of advice about, um, like how building codes are handled in Nigeria, mm-hmm. basically. Do you want to, like, you know, give an opinion? Actually, um, prior to the building collapse, I was talking to my father about, like, um, building codes in Nigeria. Oh, yeah, because you were saying that your dad's building vibrates. Yeah, so my dad was telling me that his building, like, whenever a heavy truck passes by, it vibrates, right? And they works. can feel it where he works. And then, like, everyone is kind of like, oh, this building. And then I was telling him that, I mean, it might not be a safety issue. It might be a serviceability issue. But there's no way of knowing unless he... Serviceability meaning it's not comfortable being in the building. So, like, it may not just be comfortable being in the building. But, like, it, the building may actually not collapse because of the excessive um, vibrations, right? Mm-hmm. So, that was like, there's no way I know for sure. He has to get an engineer to check that. And then he was saying how, um, you know, the, he doesn't think... The office would take that that advice seriously like if he's like he brought it up but like he doesn't think they're going to really look into it and i'm like but like that's it it could be a potential hazard you know like the building could actually like come down yeah yeah and then he was like oh um yeah like most people would just be like oh god would just like and i was like nigerians like to play with their lives anyways back to the unfortunate event where like a hundred i think a hundred kids were yeah like okay so what happened with that building is so we do have building codes. So building codes are a government regulated book. They use it to to enforce laws on how you can build, you know, in a to city. prevent things like this. Basically. Prevent things like this from happening. So what happened for that building was that the building was actually blacklisted. It had been used for as long as its, it's service like, life. Yeah. Its service life had expired. So the building had expired essentially, and it was supposed to be taken down. But I think the landlord probably paid a government official to not come back to demolish the building right so like that building was just kept under wraps until it actually collapsed the landlord was nowhere to be found meaning that it was something there was some kind of bribery involved probably because they, the government did know that that building should have been gone yeah right and yeah so um I, I i was actually quite surprised because i was surprised that we actually knew what buildings had to go so the problem is executing mm-hmm. um enforcing laws and not really putting the laws there in the first in action. place. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy because, like, I was listening to another podcast and they were saying, basically, like, the Lagos state government, you know, now, when something bad happens, they'll now start doing, oh, let's take action. So I've heard, like, they're now planning on demolishing, like, a lot of buildings yeah, in, in Lagos Island. And, like, I think it brings up the issue, though, of the displaced people. Okay, you're knocking down the houses, but, like, where are these people going to go? And a lot of them are, like, low-income buildings. So 
yeah, I, I think we deal with problems as they come, but like we don't even think long term. We don't think causation. We don't think um effects. We don't mm-hmm. think we we just see one thing and we're like, okay, this is what is happening. Mm-hmm. So this is what we're gonna do. But mm-hmm. they don't think about the effects of things yeah. that are going to happen. Yeah. Another thing that was brought up in the podcast I listened to was like um sorry which one loose talk okay. yeah and so i mean most people that listen to this probably listen to loose talk as well mm-hmm. um but yeah the girl was just basically there in lagos so she was saying that she um she went there and like everything was like business as usual as for like people had moved on with life but then people were still under the rubble yeah we don't yeah i don't think they haven't really i don't think they've proper cleared the rubbles like so I don't know what's going on, but she she was just basically narrating like I don't know the situation of yeah. things, but just everything around the building is mm-hmm. going on as usual. Like you know, people life carries on, and mm-hmm. I think it come it goes to the fact that us as Nigerians are so like desensitized because so many bad things happen every single day in Lagos, and so I don't not Lagos Nigeria sorry, um and like people can't dwell on issues. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they have bills to pay and people families mm-hmm. to pay. And another thing is, um, I, which kind of ties to our topic today is, I I heard like some people would be like, you know, if it was God's time, it was God's time, like no. it was God's plan. Do you get what I mean? No. Like, you know, yeah. But like, it just goes to the fact that I think maybe life is just too hard in Nigeria that we kind of always cast it upon religion. At the end of the day, we're just like, you know, it's God's plan. Do you get what you I know, mean? No, I was telling somebody this right the way. I feel like the way Nigerians call God, the rate at which Nigerian, Nigerians call God, you think God actually does not exist. Because <laughs> Nigerians are like, God, 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 God. But like, the country still in shambles. Oh, okay. So like, you would... So it, it, it doesn't add like, up. Yeah, like, God doesn't <laughs> exist in Nigeria, obviously. Because like, yeah, we have a serious God problem, I think. Yeah. yeah. But, but we're going to get into that. Another thing is also the... um Apparently, like, I think it was last week, mm-hmm. there was um the Fulani herdsmen mm-hmm. attacked, like, Christians, I think, in... I can't remember what it is like a, a state in the north in Kirumi Dogma. It was in Adamawa. Okay. Michika um, local government area. So it was in Adamawa State. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they attacked people and like 52 women and children were killed. Um, and a hundred homes were destroyed. Like I, I shared the story on our page, but then I was going to discuss it and then I started really, really thinking about the fact that we come on this podcast and we talk about issues but um first of all we're seeing this sitting very far away from the um the scene of the the scene of yeah the problem yeah. um but I'm, i i want like speaking to actual nigerians like in nigeria i and even us here to be honest that calling out ourselves we aren't doing things we are saying a lot on instagram or twitter specifically twitter we're seeing a lot on twitter we're seeing a lot of on podcasts but like i don't think we're doing things and i don't think things are going to change from us just talking about it in fact i don't even think people want to talk about things going on in the north the boko haram things the fulani herdsman things i don't think we want to talk about it too because we know it's not affecting us personally but it's not going to change until we start doing something like calling out the government. And I, I want to try to sit down and like actually try to figure out how I can, um, contribute in some way before I start talking on Twitter and Instagram. I, I don't know if it's a right approach to take, 
but I know that it can't just be Twitter. Yeah, you can't obviously. I think the the thing with it's weird, like the um knowing how to like talk about how to take action against something because when you when you speak on Twitter, you're still doing something, but what you're doing is insignificant, right? Mm-hmm. But then not talking about it at all makes it even more insignificant. Does that mean yeah. makes makes the problem even more insignificant? So like because a lot of people talk on Twitter, right? But then a lot of people don't do anything about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And then even, okay. And yeah, basically. So I think, I think just like showing, like, I guess speaking about it on Twitter helps other people to know about it. And if other people see it and see reading news, maybe there might be someone who is able to enact change. So, yeah. So, um, and I think it doesn't really matter. Like, obviously, like if there's an issue, obviously, I don't think you need to be an expert in an issue to know there is an issue. Yeah. So it's whatever you know. And obviously, like if someone is, I feel like Twitter is also not the place to share information a lot of times because people are very aggressive on twitter people do things for like retweets and like we're, we're desensitized on twitter the amount of like um bad things that i just see happening mm. on and people don't go to twitter to go look at serious mm. things like people literally go there for comic relief so like if you think that i mean yeah things are being changed too on, on I, let's not mm. like not see the positive sides to to like the conversations being had on twitter mm. but m- most to a larger extent things that are going on on twitter so people are coming here for jokes so mm. best believe that half of the things that people are going to say they don't really mean it yeah. like they're just here for us we're bands yeah. um, and everything what do you guys think what do you guys think listeners do you guys think that it's better to talk about it on Twitter or just not talk about it, but actually like, obviously doing is good. Doing is what is going to change the things. But do you think that we should be talking about these things on, on Twitter? Do you think it trivializes the problem? Just let us know. And what do you think the solution to these things is going to be like to specifically like the problems going on in the North? What do you think we can do to basically solve these issues? Yeah. Especially sitting in the South and knowing that you're not um, affected, affected by it. Yeah. But yeah, let's move into our topic for today. Uh, so today we are talking about religion. We're continuing, um, this is part three of our religion series. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the history of religion in Nigeria and talk, go delve into like traditional religions. Yeah. And just look at the overall role of like religion has played, whether it's been like, you know, positive, positive or, or negative. negative. And, you know, okay. So if you haven't listened to the old episodes, like you can go to episode 15. Uh, we had a Christian and a Muslim come on and like talk about what religion actually meant to them personally um and then in episode 19 we had agnostics and um atheists come on and also talk about what um religion means to them Mm -hmm. so this this is the last of our um series and we're just going to try to tie everything together and like look at africa as a whole i mean ideally i would have loved for us to like invite a traditional like someone that has like that worships indigenously it's actually funny because i knew somebody but i didn't know his like it was somebody I used to work with that was oh, really? a, a Yoruba priest. Oh yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah. Ideally, I would have loved, 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 loved. Well, I don't know how to was he Nigerian? No, he was um, Brazilian. Brazilian. Oh, that's a thing I really want to discuss, but like, we'll get into it later mm-hmm. on. But yeah, ideally, I would have loved that. That would have been a good like third episode, but we don't have that because largely people in Africa, like the continent of Africa, have so like detached themselves from like mm-hmm. um, our indigenous 
religions, right? But we'll get into that. So right now, we're, we're just going to tie it together. So what do you think about religion as a whole in Africa right now? Okay, I can't speak for Africa as a whole. Okay, Nigeria, I'm going to speak right? for Nigeria. I think religion in Nigeria right now is a problem. And I Rather than my, like a good no. thing. Yeah, I think it's a problem. I think it's a problem because Nigerians rely too much on faith in Nigerians rely too much in, I don't know how to, like, give me one second, I don't know how to put it. Baseless faith. Yeah, like, baseless faith. Like, Nigerians just, like, believe whatever comes out of their religious leaders' mouths. Or, like, like, last week I was talking to some guy, and then I, he, he goes to Carlton here, and I asked him about the election, what he thought about Buhari versus Atiku, or who he thought was going to win, right? And he said, oh, um, you know, like, he knows, at that time, I think he, oh, no, no, Buhari won, right, at that time. Yeah. So he said, oh, yeah, he already knew Buhari was going to win. I was like, how did you know? He was like, ah, that my pastor said it or something like that. And I was like, what do you mean your pastor said it? And then he was like, oh, like, you know, um, God, God will always put the right person in the right places to lead. And I was like, no, but then he was the kind of Nigerian that, like, that is already his mindset and that is the way he thinks. And then there was no way I could, like, I tried to like probe him to be like, that isn't really right. But then like, he looked like he was already set in. That's why <laughs> you can't come. As in like, what do you mean? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I think that was problematic. That is problematic because his church probably told him to vote for Buhari or like believe in Buhari's and these things. And he's like, and the church probably say because God backed it up and he's like, yeah. And that's it, yeah. That's, that's the end. Yeah, and that's a problem. Yeah. I think in and of itself, maybe not what, what it has become right now. I think to an extent it's meant to be a good thing. Like when I see religion in some people's lives and how it's helped them, like it's a good moral code kind of thing, how it has, it gives purpose to life. It's mm-hmm. a really good guidance. It's mm-hmm. a really good tool to be very honest. I, I see the positives. I see where the religion is coming from. But then when I see it practiced, especially in, in like Nigeria, like I would say Africa as a whole, because I wasn't in, um, in South Africa, South Africa that, that they rose that man Waking from. up, <laughs> waking up, taking a big gash of air. No, did you see the food they gave him? Like him eating after? No, I didn't see They that. were like, the food slapped heavy when, wow. <laughs> when you just woke up. <laughs> from the dead. From, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's not just Nigeria, like it's Africa as a whole, like as when you see it, I'm sure like maybe there's places that in Africa that haven't been like that, but it's just crazy that we're not even the owners of the religion. No. Specifically, it's like, it's kind of, Islam and Christianity are heavily yeah imported religions and i'm not saying i'm not saying that um removes the validity of it because a lot of people will come for me and be like so are you saying that uh, whatever don't come for me um she come i said what i said (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah don't yeah i'm not going to reply so whatever um yeah yeah so it's not even our own so it's just like i wonder why we have so worked it and made it what it is today really we we heavily rely on it to an extent that you are not even so i was talking to someone actually um and he was saying that people see religion as the end all be all in nigeria and like mm-hmm. with with that you don't think like you don't use your common sense like there are some things that are actually common sense like check the building so they don't collapse 
If you want to extend its service life, you do an analysis. If you didn't do inspection, you have to demolish it. Like, it's simple, right? Yeah, just, like, use your common sense. Like, faith is meant to guide you. Faith is meant to be there to influence your actions. But it's not meant to be based on, like, literally nothing. Like, you can't just say... And a lot of people are like... I think there's such a culture in Nigeria where people are like, you know, I did study for the test. Oh, I heard this so much when I was in school. Someone will come up and give a testimony and be like, I I did not study for the test, but I slept and it was revealed. Like I saw the question paper in my, in yeah, my, they'll um, be like prayer points and God yeah. showed you the answer to the questions. Yeah. They're yeah, like, okay, let's pray. How pray that. Be like, yeah. Oh, bro. I think every house is just yeah. a prayer warrior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, like, um, even on Twitter, someone's like, um, this week God is going to give you something that you don't deserve. And I'm just like, I don't know if this is really a prayer point. Like, you know, I, I, there are points that to me, I feel like there's parts in my life that things have happened and I'm like, bro, like this is, I really do think that, um, this was not my doing. Like I, it wasn't something that I did personally. Um, but then it doesn't mean that I didn't like to get to even the point that anything was going to happen. I had to put in work. And, like, I think Nigerians just expect these things to happen. I think it's because we... You know how um people do this thing where, like, they kind of say they get got things without having to do anything about yeah. them? So, like, the truth is... The truth about prayer is you don't really know what prayers are going to be answered. And God decides to answer some and not all. Mm-hmm. And then good bad things happen to everybody. Good things happen to everybody. So, like, Nigerians always expect that... The more, like, it's just like, oh, you're poor, so, like, but I'm a good man, so, like, eventually my money is going to come. No, because you could end up dying poor, you could end up dying suffering, like, and then, like, you you can't... You can't say because you're a good person, God's going to give you what you want. Like, that doesn't... Like, there's this, like, expectation that God gives you everything you pray for, or God protects you just because you seem to be more special than the next person. But, like, yeah. that's not true. It's a really weird thing. Anyways, like, let's shift the conversation kind of to how, um, you know, it would, as we said earlier, it would have been nice to have, like, someone that practices indigenous African religion. But then let's talk a bit about it. Like, generally, before you started really thinking about it properly, what were your perceptions on, like, traditional worship? It's crazy. Um, I, okay, I'm going to talk about what my perception was and what it is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So my perception obviously was like devil worship was bad. <laughs> she said devil worship. I said traditional worship. I'm being but... sorry. Yeah. As far as you know, sorry. I mean, I mean, sorry. Did I say like? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm really Dead tired. I said devil I'm really, worship. I'm really tired. I didn't mean what I said. And I, yeah, but but like okay. that's obviously that's how obviously you saw it. how I saw it. Yes, I yeah. used to think um, what's it called? Traditional worship was synonymous to devil worship. So like obviously that that made it bad because if you're worshiping the devil, then you're terrible, right? But then it's weird because I don't know at what point um my my thinking shifted because uh, like I told you I met a I met a babalao at work one time. <laughs> that's that's so funny to say. I met a babalao at work one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, it was quite intriguing. Like, um, 
he was like, he asked me where I was from, and I was like, oh, I'm Nigerian, because he's, he, the guy is white, right? So oh, I, he's white? Yeah, he's like Brazilian white. Okay, confused. Yeah, be Cuban, Cuban yeah, okay. white. Yeah, 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 or Mexican, Latina, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, he asked me where I was from, I was like, oh, I'm Nigerian. He was like, am I Yoruba? I was taken aback by that question, because I'm like, how do you know what Yoruba is? So yeah. I was like, oh, no, 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 I'm just from another tribe in Nigeria. And he's like, oh, um, he's, um, I was like, where is he from? And he said he's from Cuba. I think he was from Cuba, actually. Yeah. And he's a, he's a, like a Babalawe priest, right? Did he That's literally like, use the word Babalawe? Yes. Oh, so I, I was intrigued. Like, I started asking him questions like, oh, Nigeria how does he to pray? Yeah, fine. <laughs> like, I was like, how do you pray? Like, I was like, um, can you speak Yoruba? He's like, no, um, he learned, he can't, he can speak it, but he doesn't know the correct pronunciation because he learned it through books. He learned it to understand the text that he was reading. Yeah. So like he, he understands written Yoruba and he can speak it, but then he probably isn't getting the pronunciations correct because yeah. he doesn't speak it to anyone. And so I asked him a lot of questions about like, you know, what the Yoruba traditional religion was like and this, And there were a lot of Nigerians there and they were like, oh, Hadiza, why are you talking to him before he enchants you? Or they were, and they sounded really ignorant. And it's crazy because, I mean, I used to think like that, but at the point where I met an actual person, like following it, because all the while before at that time, right, it had, I had always seen it in movies. So that's how it had come up to me, like, oh, this person, like appears like a devil legend yeah. in Africa magic. Africa magic. Oh. But then I was speaking to a person who was like a co-worker who said this, right? Yeah. And then he had other like obviously he was working while doing that, right? So I was like, yeah, he's like, just like is, every normal he's every, person. He's a normal person and he's following a normal religion. Yeah. But then like for like my the other Nigerians they were like, oh, stay away from him. They just sounded really ignorant. So I'm like, you guys sound ignorant. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. So that's that's kind of how you So think that's about how mine yeah, mine now, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think the first time not the first time, I'm pretty sure like um I, there's this show I watched where now I'm not going to bring that up because I can't remember the specifics of it. Yeah, I think there was like a Netflix show where like what was Which, it? Um No, not that one. Um this Netflix show where like his sister was an Ifa priestess or something it was like in in America or something. Show? Yeah, it was a show. Um, 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 it's um this one that she was having sex with four men and then one of them um sister. Yes, she's gotta have it or she's something. I think it, it was a this thingy show, Spike Lee. It was ah. a Spike Lee um show. Um, yeah, it was it was an, initially a movie. And then they made it into a, sh- a show on Netflix. That thing is really good. Like, yes, yes. Thing it was very disturbing. She had problems. Yes, but she yeah. Um. So they were. I. They, they were Latina as well. Like. Yeah, they were Latina. Yeah. So like, I saw that, and like, I think it made me conscious of the fact that okay, yeah, no, this isn't evil. I. I don't think I'm. Yeah, I have thought it was evil. That's a lie. Um, but then I watched this while they showing Ka talk. I think he did somewhere in America and he was basically explaining the Yoruba deities, first of all. And he talked about issue and issue is what directly translates right now currently to the devil Mm -hmm. in the Yoruba translation of the Bible issue is devil, but issue was it's not the devil. Like, Eshu is not, like, in traditional Af- um, Yoruba religion. He isn't 
he's a deity just like every other deity so he basically talked about how like when the europeans came and they um basically pushed their religion on us basic christianity um they had to directly translate things to like our understanding and everything and he was saying like they didn't find the devil in any of like our um words yeah in our words in our um, well specific to yoruba anyways yeah specifically to the yoruba um tribe they didn't find it in our mythology our um religion so like the article that there was an article i read that was basically saying like when Samuel J. Crowder was um, translating the um, Bible to Yoruba, Jesus said samurai. Samurai. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, when he was translating the Bible to Yoruba, Jesus did not exist, obviously, in the Yoruba um, language or anything. So they translated it to Jesu Christi, and we were cool. Why? <laughs> <laughs> No, Christy is like, I just think it's, it's such a Yoruba thing to yeah, say, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, Christ, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's so normal to me because I've heard it like a million times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why it's like, why, why are you laughing? <laughs> Basically, he translated that at, for very fine. But then for some reasons, when it comes to the devil, he translated as issue, which was an already existing deity. So it's like, why didn't he translate Jesus to like some another God. like God, right? Do you know, mm. do you know what I mean? Even Elijumari, for instance, the, um, the religion then like, um, already believed that there was a supreme creator. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, if you can find similarities in that thing, in all of the like thinking, although there are very different ways of worship, mm-hmm. why do we, um, why do we not afford the same respect that we afford to other religions that, that we give to African, um, to African religions? Like when, when we think about our African religions, like we think of it like superstition, backward. like, you know, backwards like evil and you know if i if you thought about it as um backwards i would understand because to be very honest a lot of us have a lot of self-hatred like we actually think that without the westernization we would be really backward people which i really don't believe but yeah yeah it's okay to think about it like that but then to think about it I, i mean it's Okay, but like to think of it as evil, like the complete mm. opposite. Like mm. Wale Shonka in his speech was talking about the fact that okay, so one of his friends co- um collects a lot of um figurines basically made by um like Yoruba um traditional Yoruba people and he collects all these things. So one day like he had to service something in his house or something like that. So he called another Yoruba person just like him upstairs to basically fix something in his house. The guy went upstairs and he was fixing it. Next thing he knew, he was running downstairs and he was like, I cast you and I bind you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> and the guy was just basically like, you know, doing all of that. And he was like, wait, because of the figurines, like that's just actual culture. Like if you saw like the Greek God and all of that you wouldn't cast and bind them them. like do you know what I mean yeah like you are Christian and we understand you are Christian but respect the religion because it is a religion Mm -hmm. do you get what I mean so I think we need to start thinking about the fact that a lot of our culture was actually very erased Mm -hmm. with the um advent of yeah 
of the missionaries with all this Islam, um, Islam, sorry. Islam and Christianity. Islam and Christianity both alike. Um, and then I, I, I also, another thing I wanted to highlight is the fact that, um, it's now dividing us in the, like, if we could just have our religion and just have it, it would be cool. But then we believe it so much that we don't respect the re- next person's yeah, because I, I don't believe the traditional religions preach that they were more superior than the other one. I think it yeah. came with, like, these things, these the superiority of a religion comes with Western religions. Yeah. I don't think, uh, like, traditional religions really have that. No, I don't think so. I think I think um at some point, like, each house would even have their own, like, deities. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, that's for the Igbo was for the evil people mm-hmm. yeah basically like each i forget what they were she they're chi you know so like it's like everyone can just live in harmony do you mm-hmm. know what i mean why is there such a my my religion is superior like kind of thing and i think if you really think about it like a lot right now i'm not saying i'm not at all like condoning the extremist islamist uh, islamic things going on in nigeria nope. But I'm saying like Christians are very nowadays in Nigeria very much like eh, like you know these Muslim people like they are trying to make this an Islamic state um da 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 and whatnot. But okay, think about what you do every day and when you basically go to people going about their day and say that you are going to hell if you don't convert to Christianity. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Like, I think also like it's it's interesting because I feel like Nigeria. Nigeria is not really a secular state. It was founded on Christian laws. Really? Not really Christian laws, but like, how do I put it? It's like, um. Religious laws. Religious laws, yeah. yeah. Um, so like, it's like, I feel like because Christianity is synonymous to norm, norm, normalcy, like it's kind of is like it? if you go, I think so. In I think, Nigeria, I don't agree. No. I think we have as much Muslims as we have Christians. No, but then it's not more. Hmm. Because I mean, okay, for me personally, I feel like going into a lot of spaces. I always you saw... in the south. Is that what you think it is? Yeah, like in I the mean, southern parts yeah, of Nigeria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but like that's not just Nigeria. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's not like Nigeria. Mm-hmm. You were you were in mostly Portacos, which is very very heavily christian because mm-hmm. the Igbo people around that area anyways potako mm-hmm. isn't necessarily Igbo, but very very heavily Igbo influenced mm-hmm. is um very much christian mm-hmm. so that that was your little like you know area like scope mm-hmm. but it, it, if you go to some parts of lagos literally there are hurdles of like muslim people mm-hmm. do you get what i mean and i don't think lagos lagos is very even Oshun, like, you know, other Yoruba states is very, some of them are very heavily, like, Muslim. Mm-hmm. So I don't think, I think most, um, Christians can be very, very loud about their, um, religion. Like, mm-hmm. I was, the person I was talking to about, like, the topic basically before we started was like, if we really think about it, Christianity sometimes can, can be very bullying, very, mm-hmm. like, loud and bullying, very, um, talking down to other religions, basically believing that you have the superior truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's a problem mm-hmm. that we have in Nigeria. I think I don't. I don't. I, I personally. Why do you think that it's mostly Christian? Hmm? Why do you think that it's a majority? No, I don't think majority Christian. I'm saying like just on the. I'm I'm like on the idea that oh, 
like Christians say, like the um, what's it called? Muslims want to make this an Islamic state. I'm like, law, but like I feel like um the legislation in Nigeria is mostly like it was founded on Christian laws because British the British government the Brit colonial masters when they came in they did run on Christian laws basically because um Britain is a Christian well it used to be a Christian state essentially. Okay. So I'm saying like Nigeria, the foundation of Nigeria was founded on like how do I say Christian like, values Christian values and laws. Yeah yeah so I'm saying like I'm saying it's um it's interesting because like I don't think Muslims can really change the law of Nigeria because it was founded on But what laws specifically like hmm? what No laws but I'm I'm just replying you when you said that Christians like some Christians say that oh Muslims want to come and make Nigeria an Islamic state. Okay. And I'm like Nigeria can't really become an Islamic state because Nigeria was founded on a secular, secular slash Christian like foundation because of the way we became Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I don't think it's valid that it can't be because um, a lot of northern states practice Sharia law. So I don't think it's that it can't be. I think it's a possibility of it being able to. Okay. I just, yeah, I think there are some states that actually practice I don't Sharia know. law. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I, I I don't think our laws are neutral. I understand what mm-hmm. you're saying. It's not secular, mm-hmm. but I think there is a it's possible. Mm-hmm. Like I don't see how it's it can't be done mm-hmm. because if it can be implemented in some states, then I guess like I mean realistically it can't happen mm-hmm. because like there's still it's still mixed. Like there's still a lot of Christians mm-hmm. and you can't impose it. There's mm-hmm. going to be war. Mm-hmm. Last last mm-hmm. it, it happens, but yeah, it's just this idea that everyone just thinks that their religion is superior mm-hmm. and that I don't think in the traditional um African states like the the settlements the tribes I don't think they very much like did that I don't mm-hmm. think they discriminated against religion and everybody was just able to exist in their own religion and yeah that's how I view religion mm-hmm. in Nigeria and Africa mm-hmm. but yeah I think that's the conclusion of what we wanted to say. Yeah, I have nothing else to add. Okay. Yeah. This is such an anticlimactic end. But um <laughs> it is kind of but like um what I wanted to say is like just we need to be more tolerant of other people's um faith in in Nigeria and Africa at large. But like um sorry, I, I my brain keeps doing a madness. Um, yes, because religion can be a very, very good thing. Mm-hmm. It can be really good once it's personalized. That's kind of why we name this, what does religion mean to you? Mm-hmm. Not like, what is religion at large? We cannot tell you what religion is. We cannot tell you to follow religion. We cannot convince you that traditional African, um, religions are the right way. And like when the, um, people, when the colonizers came and imported their religion, they were doing a bad thing necessarily because you as a Christian is going to look at it and be like, no, like they were bringing us the truth. Do you get what I mean? I can't convince you. Truth is relative again. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I've lost my thought again. So, um, you know, um, we're not saying this to say that, like, he, like you said, um, so truth is relative to you. It's just, I feel like people, Nigeria should just be aware that, like, I feel the rate at which we, Nigeria should open their eyes to, like, 
allow like Nigerians should open their eyes and just think for themselves essentially when it comes to religion and like not allow one person a one human being control what sh- your ideas of God because at the end of that person is not God and like Nigerians are just out here to survive we don't really know what is the intention of like a lot of religious leaders that swing public Yo, opinion. I think we didn't really discuss like religious leaders. Like that's the in thing Nigeria. that in Nigeria that is I think that is a very, very big part of the problem in Nigeria. Like I think when it comes to the individuals and like their own religion, yeah there's there might be some issues like maybe you think you're superior. But the religious leaders in Nigeria, oh my gosh, like it's a it's a business at this point. Like you some people are like, if um all else fails, I'll just become a pastor. I think I think it's because religious a lot of like let, let me not say a lot of religious leaders, but religious leaders prey on um how desperate should if I should say like lack for lack of a better word, desperate the masses are in terms of like people need people need to feel some sense of security and i feel like a lot of um religious leaders play on that because if i feel like nigerians were more prosperous you would have nigerians actually sitting down to say let me think about what's actually happening does this really make make sense sense. but then because you know nothing is making sense to your life or like everything seems to just not be happening the way you want it to be you need something else to keep you sane and I think reliance on religious leaders, you have someone who's saying they're ordained by God, they seem rich too. So it's like, oh, they must definitely be doing something right because they're rich. And then in Nigeria, we have this culture that like, you know, only rich people are good people. And like, 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 I don't know if the, the better you are to God, the more riches you get, things like mm-hmm. that. We have that idea. So of course the masses are desperate and the pastors, I say pastors, pastors, imams, pastors and imams, babies, 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 babies. <laughs> they pray on it. So basically. Yeah, so yeah. I mean the people largely the people that we are speaking to right now, I think to an extent they're not necessarily the people that we are talking about. The truth is okay, there are some educated people that still do this. My pastor said, my pastor said. I mean they're wise people that pastors are to an extent because mm-hmm. some are, are wise people they're like you know people. what I mean mm-hmm. they're just they are just people but I, I think in Christianity and imams too are just people but I'm saying like in like everyone has gifts like I, th- I think everyone has at least in Christianity it's, it's there's a there's an em- the emphasis there's an emphasis on um everyone has different gifts mm-hmm. and within the church there's the pastor who um or the priest who basically he was his gift is speaking. His mm-hmm. gift, he's been ordained or something like that. But that does not make him God. Mm-hmm. That does not make him the person that speaks for God. Speaks for God necessarily. God can speak through you and everything. So like when your pastor says things, they're not necessarily the end all be all. Like sometimes you two think. Sometimes you two consult the Bible or the Quran and see if like what they're saying actually makes sense to you. Like, you know, like even educated people, very educated people still fall prey to these things. And I wonder why I think we need to, I don't know, think and not fall into these things. Because again, as we said, religion can be a beautiful thing, but when, when it's warped, it's just very bad. Like, yeah yeah that's the summary of it and we're definitely going to do it like when i get in touch with the right people 
Um, I'm going to try to do an episode where we invite, you know, someone that is a practitioner of like... We can actually get someone. Um, okay, we can't really because they're all the way in the US, but there are websites mm-hmm. for traditional Europe. Traditional Europe. But yeah. I, I, I think a lot, I mean, we can get someone that is... We can call there but a lot of the people are the people that were were transported in the transatlantic trans No, some of them have the, contacts to people in Nigeria who are like I've like I've when I met that Babalao guy actually lots of research here. Yeah. So there the people who a lot of people who have this website that speak about like I saw I forgot what the websites are. It's been years but like um there was this one guy that like he he was a he's a Babalao in the US, but then he's in contact with like Babalaos in Nigeria and then oh, he he did one like video where I think he yeah an association. So I guess oh. he I didn't know if he did one where he like he called in or like I listened to actually listened to him interview a Babalao in Lagos and or like I think in somewhere in Nigeria and the Babalao in Nigeria was talking about misconceptions about like um about um you know traditional Yoruba worship kind of similar to what we're talking about today. Yeah. The guy was interviewing him and he was speaking. So yeah, um, I think it, it might not be that hard actually to contact. Okay, someone. that's nice. Okay. But yeah, look out for this space. We just might have someone like come on and talk about that. Because I think it's definitely something that is completely misunderstood, especially because of Nollywood. Like if anything has done a disadvantage to traditional African worship, it is Nollywood. Because in Nollywood, if you're using um a Babalao, it's because you want to kill your neighbor. Uh-huh. Because your neighbor is prospering. But I wonder just where that came from. Oh, because um the truth is I feel like as in as much as we accepted a lot of the Western religions, we Nigerians still really believe in the power of our traditional religions, whether we like to like So we believe that they are legit. They are le- we believe they are really legit. But then they're only used as tools when you want to do evil. Because they know that the God of because the Western God, let me let me put it like this. So Western the Western God, God of the Western people can decide to reply whenever he wants to reply. Like they can decide, oh, I'm going to reply you now. I'm going to reply you tomorrow. I might not reply you, you know. But with the um with the traditional gods, Nigerians believe that their replies are instant. Like as per now. As in now, 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 now. So like Nigerians, it's weird. Nigerians like yeah, we have that like idea <laughs> yeah, in that's, mind. Yeah. yeah. So if you go to Babalo Aspa, you get pregnant. Today. Yeah, today, today. But if you pray to God, like you know, maybe like maybe like God can decide not to do it. Yeah. Okay, that's so weird that you would like think like a whole religion is just there for evil. Like if you really, really think about it, like it's quite weird. Like yeah. thinking about it now, I'm like, <laughs> but back then, I really, really under, like I believed with all my heart. Brainwashing. Like the, there would be times. Oh, there was a time when we um went to the village because we always went back for um Christmases, and then we'd go to the village stream and everything. And then like I think there was some place on our way there or and like back we would see like if there there was like a shrine or something like that and then my cousins were like don't go there oh like they're like um that's evil da 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 if you go there you'll die da da so like we just always look there and they'll be like can you hear things like they can hear things they know that it's evil they're doing there da 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 and stuff like that and they just made it bigger than what it probably is and I think that's the exaggerations that we've 
Me. But then when you think about it too, um, I think um, Islam and like Christianity, they kind of came to wipe away, like even before they reached West Africa, when they started in Europe or wherever they started or like the Middle East or wherever, um, they came to take, to wipe away the, because okay, idol because, worshiping, idol worshiping, right? So or whatever was. The Bible like, talks about it heavily yeah, as well. So, so like that is why Nigeria, I feel like Nigerians have this militant like, view of like traditional like religions it's because because of that actually does that Quran, yeah. actually okay that that's another thing to discuss i guess like when you talk about it so does it go it goes quite opposite like it's it's either you follow god or you follow the idols and so that's why it couldn't it couldn't mesh together that's why you think it can't mesh together i know i think i i, I mean I think it's the problem is like the problem is we need to we we need to move past this time of trying to convert other people into like what we believe and then respecting other people's beliefs right because okay you believe oh it's so bad and god hates idol worshiping or whatever but like is it not the other person's business if they're idol how does it how does it affect you in your own life, you know, that kind of thing. So why can't, like, I feel like Nigerians need to move past that, like, trying to convert people into their own religion. or Like, okay, you can believe it's bad or whatever, that's your business, mm-hmm. but just, it's your business. I guess my mindset is also to go a step further. And mm-hmm. I think, I think that's a thing that may not be able to happen just because of what you brought up about the mm-hmm. fact that, like, Christianity and Islam mm-hmm. already discussed it even in the books that mm-hmm. idol worshipping is bad. Mm-hmm. I think we need to go, I think it's a need, but I think I don't think it can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, is that I think we need to take a step further to understand it. Not just, um, not just accept that, okay, this is a thing that people do. Because I think it has a very key, um, like it has the key to understanding our ancestors and our culture yeah, from sure. before. Because with, with the missionaries and everything, when they came with their religion, because it's an imported religion and religion is heavily cultural, mm-hmm. we wipe away our culture to take on a religion. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? And it's okay if you believe that Jesus is the um, way, the truth and light mm-hmm. and everything. It's okay, but then can't you just also see that um okay. I don't know how to explain this. I mean the, the, the then when you're saying this you're you're going to be talking to people who have who have thought about religion extensively in the sense that what makes my religion right over another person's religion. Yeah, like but then the, especially I, from the fact that literally your ancestors mm-hmm. go like three, four generations forward. But they then were probably But then religion religious books also talk about how your ancestors could have been wrong, but now you see the lights. Which is okay. Yes. So what I'm saying is, for you now speaking on this, is because you have the idea that, I don't know what makes my religion more right than the other religion, right? But I feel like for a lot of like, people in Nigeria, they they think that their religion is going to take them to heaven alone. So they're already in that mind frame. So I think I think it's going to be harder to get people to think what you're thinking, which is, um oh, like, why can't you just learn about the other religion like as an inquisitive like they, yeah like just I, uh, like curiosity like what? because by um okay because by looking at it i can see 
oh, this is the way of life of my culture. Like, mm-hmm. this is what our culture was about. Mm-hmm. We went backwards. We went evil. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just get, gain an understanding. That is not going to make me, like, start worshipping Orisha no, tomorrow. Do you get what sense. I mean? Like, it doesn't make me a traditional worshipper. It just mm-hmm. makes me appreciate my culture, which I think is what happened when the, um, the missionaries came. People started hating mm-hmm. their culture because they thought it was evil. Mm-hmm. But I think that if we're able to, like, mediate ourselves and is that the word i don't know but able to like change the narrative Mm -hmm. that it's not that it's bad like christianity follow your religion but actually understand where you are coming from like as in just just learn yeah like at all like you know so yeah that episode we're definitely going to try to make that happen and yeah lessons from the week real fast Suffer now to reap your rewards later. Say say that again. Suffer now to reap your rewards later. <laughs> Why are you saying it so low? <laughs> you, are just... you know when you're in the middle of the suffering <laughs> and you can't say it loud enough. Crime. Yeah. Um yeah, I feel yours on a spiritual level. Um mine is I haven't thought about this. Oh yes, oh my gosh. Mine is learn to accept death. <laughs> Isn't that a lesson from last week? Okay, that was your lesson from last week because you were thinking about you were thinking about the whole how they their bodies disintegrate. How their bodies their, yeah. I'm thinking more of like it's inevitable, more of like um because I've been talking to a lot of, a lot of people about death recently because of all the things that have been going on last week. But I think a lot of people have been telling me that they've come to accept it because they know that like no matter how short it is on on earth that you live, you have impacted people and that life is only precious. Life is only worth living. Life is only appreciated because you know it's going to end. Like if everyone lived infinitely, there might not be that big of an appreciation of life. So know that, yeah, you are going to die, but then also like live your life when you are alive because... You don't know when you're going to die. You don't know when you're going to die, but also, like, don't be scared of death, basically, because I'm scared of talking about this because I'm just like, hey, that's how I'm going to die. They'll be like, oh, she was talking about death just now. <laughs> <laughs> and that could be... You know, you know, I hate that thing. Why? Because um, um, people kept trying to look at Pius's... Twitter and Instagram, Facebook to be like, ah, oh, he just tweeted as if he knew. And I'm and like, he knew. Shut up, bitch. Like, he didn't know anything. Like, he didn't have entered that fucking place. Like, it's actually quite irritating. Like, I hate seeing when people do that thing. Like, they're like, oh, wonder shall never cease. And I'm like, shut up, shut up, shut up. I swear I love Nigerians. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, it's a grim topic, but yeah, you know. Anyways, we'll catch you guys next week, eh? Bye.